we're going to go down the rabbit hole. Uh, so far, we've talked about the different. Last week, we talked about the different airport. Yes, that was a, that was very informative. Which is funny. I've had a lot of people be like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "You, you just, just go look for the murals, and that's enough." That's, that's a great start. starting point. And then once you start seeing the murals, you have to like you you just you start going down the rabbit hole. Like I said, the reason it got me into them was I walked by them once and I saw one of the murals, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, what is this? Because yeah. it'll yeah. definitely. Uh, that that's a great place to start. Yes. Then you want to go to the cornerstone, and then you want to start oh, digging yeah. around. You want to go to the elevator, all that stuff, all know? the crazy stuff. Uh, so we talked about that last week. Uh, the week before that, I, I talked about Area Fifty One and my trip yep. there, and then uh, we got things started off with the, the lizard people. Yes, the lizard people, which are going to kind of come into play. T- it's interesting because I, it's how we're building this thing, and it's not by we didn't sit down and map this out, no. but. The uh, I'd say the Illuminati, the lizard people, and even like the Masons and stuff have have, have appeared in all of these. Yes, a- and yes. and the lizard people definitely are going to play a bit of a role in in our in today's rabbit hole. Yeah, and, and that's one thing I, I think I want to get a T shirt that says NLO New Lizard Order. I mean that's that's I the, think, that's I think, my new catchphrase. <laughs> I'll I'll buy one of those New Lizard ordered. Yeah, and yep. then just have like you know like a sleet stack on there or something. Yeah, remember the sleet stacks? Which ones? Are, that's the Land of the Lost. Okay. Yep. They were the uh, you know it was that family that went through the wormhole of time. Yep. Ended up back in the uh, in the dinosaur days, but there were also these these, these aliens. From the future, they were called the Schlee Stacks, and they had they they looked like, you know, they had the weird eyes like the aliens and the weird yeah. hands, and uh, they were always um, they were from the future. So the future, nice. And this was yeah. in the seventies, man. I just thought they were all high on drugs, but I think they knew well, something. I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, a lot of them did. I mean, a lot of people say that, you know, they think that a lot of these TV shows and movies, it's the, the Masons and the, the Lizard people all saying, hey, look, we're going to tell you what we're doing and you're not going to believe us. I mean, in the 80s. Right, you it's going to be so far-fetched. Yeah, you had V in the 80s. I and I remember v. v. Freaked us all out, yeah. but it was all sci-fi, right? Yeah. It was like, th- this, is, uh, this is, you know, this is science fiction. It's never going to happen. But but they were telling us exactly how they're going to take over. Yeah, and who they were. Yeah, you know, um, and people, you know, like poo poo all that stuff. But how much stuff from Star Trek, which was so far ahead of its time, yes. and Star Wars, are commonplace in our world now? Oh, a lot. I mean, it looks, we could even go back to Dick Tracy with the watch, you know. Yep. The talk, um, with the talking talk watch and you had, you had a picture on there. Well, we ever, you know, everybody's got an iWatch now and it does yeah. that. Yeah. So is it, I think it will be forever the debatable question. Is it imagination into functionality or is it knowledge yet the lack of technology now we have the technology, and it's already—it's been there. It's yeah. just now into fruition. Now it's getting—you know—now it's getting to be. You know, like do people watch Star Trek? Like you know, like geeky scientist, future geeky scientist guy, and go, "Wonder if we could really do that?" And then strove for it, or if it was pre-ordered, yep. and then we've worked towards it to make it happen because it's all part of the greater plan. Yeah, or is it one of the things like they talk about with the you know the the you know backwards engineering stuff that they did from stuff that they already had? Right. You know they've said a lot of the stuff. If you go watch, I've been watching Ancient Aliens way too much. But <laughs> if you watch Ancient Aliens, they talk about that a lot about how they say a lot of the stuff that we have now and why since like in the last hundred years we've had such a huge influx of technology. Oh yeah, the jump's been a astronomical. Huge jump is because of alien technology that we've been able to get our hands on, and they backward engineered that into our system into our technology well i do know that there were civilizations and you know i'll go i'll go uh, i'll go into biblical times pre-flood yes right because uh, according to the bible there was a big flood that wiped out pretty much everything um because god was angry and the world had gone crazy so he wiped it all out put a group and a bunch of animals on an ark and they floated around but before that happened they have archaeologists have unearthed some civilizations who had amazing yes they had batteries 
They had like radio technology, not the same as today, right? But yeah. But it was working. They had all kind of uh, advanced systems there that were not world that were not going on in the world. So yeah, who took who brought it to them? Why wasn't it shared? And that, and that's one of the big things that a lot of people really look at. That if you really watch this ancient aliens, there a lot of the stuff. It's like okay, guys, you've crossed like a really you've crossed the line on this. We've gotten a little crazy, but other ones you're like. There's scientific evidence that proves that these things existed before, way before they should have. A good companion to ancient aliens is, and I, I know this is going to sound weird, but there is, uh, there was a show. I don't think it's on anymore, but you can still buy the DVD collection set of it. It was called Connections, and it yeah. was from, it was, I don't think it was BBC, but it was, it was, a, it was somewhere from England, and it was a guy who took, let's say he started with the modern day. I'll just say printer, right? Yeah. And then he backtracked all the way back to the beginning. And it would be, you would usually be, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, like this guy did this, which became this, which became this, wow. which became this, which became this, which became this, and is now this. And he does it for TV, you know, radio, sonic wave. I mean, it... It's a great series where he goes back and shows you if this hadn't happened or because of this, this happened, and then that happened, which turned into this, which allowed this to happen, and there it is. And so it goes cool. way back. It's, very, it's called Connections. If you ever get your hands on it, it's fascinating. I'm going to have to look for that one because that sounds amazing. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, so about, cool it's not a conspiracy thing. It's not even, uh, hey, you know, uh, aliens brought technology to the world. It's just, no. here's what we have. We have a cell phone. Let's, now we're going to backtrack all the way back to its inception of, and at the time, the person who did this had no idea where it was going. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, it, you know, that's, that's a good, uh, I'll just say, companion. Yeah, that. and that's the thing is I like to see how kind of how those things come. And that's ancient aliens. They have a lot of things where they find... They like to find a lot of information right? and then kind of really hypothesize on where it came from with no real facts. It's just like, okay, well, this, well, this is right, so we're straight going to, facts. Yeah. And, and one of the that, things that used good. to cross my mind while I was watching this, although he, they never say it, it's not about aliens. It's not about, you know, super duper yeah. advanced uh, races of technology. It's just, it is all fact based. This is how this happened, and then it went to here. And you look at it, and you're like, there's either some massive divine providence, yeah, like like guiding hand, call it God or whatever you want, or seed was planted, and then it was manipulated all the way up to get to... Because we don't even... I mean, we look now at what we have, and like I'm just staring at our... Oh, yeah. we, have a, we have a killer board... That yeah. does amazing things. We've got two laptops. We've got a you know um, a you know home computer down here. We've got three screens, cell phones, um, which and uh, you know, iPads. We have all this. This yeah. is just and this and now it's become commonplace. It's not oh, even it it's not even amazing anymore, right? I no, mean, we're not even baffled by it. No. It's just it's a tool now. It's something that. I mean, when laptops, laptops first hit, blew everybody's mind. When a computer first hit, blew everybody's mind. When a soundboard hit, blew everybody. Now, nothing. Who cares? Even these microphones. Who cares? Whatever. It's just there. You buy it. They're very readily available. True. Well, what's next? Where's this all going? Yeah, and that, that is true. I mean, because if you really think about it, too, like cell phones, like you mentioned, I remember when it was the cool thing was to have the smallest cell phone. Oh, yeah. The smaller, having, the better. It, like, barely, like, I could close the palm of my hand, and you wouldn't even notice it was there. It was so Yeah, small. I hated that point, because you couldn't even, couldn't even push the buttons. Yeah, and then it got to a point, then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, now we can watch stuff on our phones? Oh, this small thing sucks. I need something bigger. Oh, yeah. You know, because we were all like, you don't want a big phone. Cell phones are annoying if they're big. Now right, it needs right. To who wants to carry around screen. a big, you know, like a big clunky thing? Yeah, now I need that screen, because, you know, the screen has to be big so I can watch shows on it. My kid doesn't even watch TV anymore. Yeah, no, a lot of He's kids don't. He's on his don't. phone and just watches stuff on his phone constantly. Which is weird because the technology of TV is so, oh, yeah. so amazing compared to when I was growing up. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember the, you know, before even remote controls when it was all black yep. and white and you had to turn the channel. And then I remember, oh, picture in picture, 
I remember, you know, the first remote controls when you first could get a VHS. Well, and the and... remote control was still attached. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, was a big cord. clunky thing. It was a cord, and it had a cord doing it. it was attached, so you could yeah. only go like you had to set up your living room, so it was only you could only be. But 10 the TVs feet away from the we TV. have now that you can put. I mean, I was just at Costco yesterday, yeah. and there was this huge, like seventy-inch screen, amazing picture that oh, was yeah. like eighteen hundred dollars. Oh yeah, that's better than the movie theaters I went to as a kid, which we thought was you know mind blowing. Oh yeah. I mean, the picture's better, it's big, it has amazing sound, and everybody's watching shit on their little, you know, what, two-inch screen? Oh, yeah, no. I, I don't understand that. I don't get it either. I don't understand it. No, I don't get it. All right, well, that's, <clears throat> that's just a, uh, that's just, hey, that's bonus right there, because we're actually yeah. going to really go down the rabbit hole when we get yes. back. What are we talking about today? The Iraqi Stargate. Oh, boy. We'll be back. We're going to talk about the Iraqi Stargate and... Other portals, supposed yes, portals. There's more than just one just around the world. There's some right in your own backyard. Yeah.
right, welcome back to the Big D Show. Down the rabbit hole we go. That was Innescent with Colin out to you, and it's Brandon and myself Oh yeah, in the studio. And today we're going down the rabbit hole on Stargate. Not the, not the series, although the series does, I think, play a little bit of, uh, oh, like so. we've been talking yeah. about with like the lizard people and all these things where Hollywood gets involved in these things and they sort of project to you you know, like what's yeah. actually out there real, but they, they give it to you in this form of fantasy, sci-fi, um, you know, whatever, to where it's like, that is so outrageous. Yep. It just can't be real when it's actually probably happening right under our noses. Oh, yeah. So take us, let's start us off with, uh, with what's going on in the whole uh, Stargate conspiracies. On this one, it's one of those ones that a lot of people have really theorized, like, the whole reason, like, the U.S. went into to Iraq um, and, you know, went for war wasn't where So this was W-2. Yep. And we were, uh, it was the whole, you know, Saddam Hussein has yep. weapons of mass destruction. So we need to go stop him. We got to go in. And, and, you know, on the Bizarro port part of it, we weren't even really messing around with them that much. No. Like, it was just all of a sudden one day... We think he has mass destructions, and here we go. Yep. And a lot of people think that it really had nothing to do with weapons of mass destruction, had nothing to do with oil, had to do with the fact that he had a Stargate in Iraq because Iraq is basically where the ancient uh, Sumerian city was. You yeah, know? it's like in the southern corner. It's like, yeah. it's like way down south. It's a little city um, down in the south of Iraq that uh, hit, apparently from what I was reading, his military discovered it. Yes. They were, you know, they're, they're patrolling the border. They're going, you know, they're doing this, that, whatever, the, whatever they're doing. And they go in and they find this thing and they report back to him. We found this like, you know, bizarre. Yep. We're not even sure what it is. So he goes down there and checks it out, gathers all the brilliant minds, apparently of, Iraq, and they all come to the conclusion that this is indeed one of the Stargates. Now, the debate is whether it was operational or not. And see, that's where a lot of the debates come in, is a lot of people think that the reason why America decided that they wanted to come in and go after them is because reports were that they they either had somehow made it, you know, either were close to getting an operational or... Had cranked it up. Yeah, had actually got it operational. Because if you look back, too, even farther in World War II, the Germans were going into, trying to go into Iraq to try and get, get the Stargate. So there's been rumors that it's been there. Right, but nobody time. knew where it was. Yeah. I mean, because it this is a remote place, and it, was, it wasn't even like, hey, it's right downtown. Because... Um, well, let's first let's let's backtrack. Let's explain what a Stargate is. Yeah, so Stargate's basically exactly it's kind of what you see on the, the TV show Stargate. It's basically a portal that basically will instantaneously send you to another place. Yeah, so, not on not on Earth. No, not on Earth. To it's another like planets. Yeah, and it, and um, within a matter of like you know seconds or yes. or, or minutes at the most, but it, it and it's like a, a phantoplasm. Right, it's not like you all of a sudden just like flipped off and fly through. No, you're like just it's like beam me up, other. Scotty kind of thing. Yeah, it's a lot of people think it's like wormholes. It's like a wormhole that basically because a wormhole. I've been taking physics, so they've actually talked about the wormholes. They think of wormholes basically a fold in time and space, and then the not, wormhole and opens the, up and you go from one to the other. A, those do exist. That that's not even a myth. No, yeah, wormholes. Right, the are, yeah. I mean, Einstein was one of the first on that whole thing where time space bends. Yep. Where and sometimes uh, overlap or cross, and so they've theorized that you can jump. Yeah, if now, you find a wormhole, can jump from one to the other. Right, and, and now apparently, you know, if you listen to well, back in the day, Art Bell or whatever, there are people out there who have claimed to have done it, mm -hmm. but usually it's a little sketchy. It you is know, when you start hearing people... them explain it and stuff because none of them are consistent. No, and there's what they see is not that they they who said he was from the future, who was able to, to kind of convince a few people. There's been those pictures that if you look up the pictures of people from the future, right. where there's a couple, I can't remember, there's one, I think it's during JFK, that he's wearing 
Like it looks like clothing from like the nineties. Yeah, but those have all been debunked. Yeah, those have all been. been. You know, I mean, look with mo- with modern day yeah. photoshopping and you know all the stuff that can be happening on. So those it's are not hard to it's not hard to re- you know to for anybody who thinks that they're going to because like back when I was a kid. Oh yeah, you could you could tape on a picture to another picture like, like with some really good tape and then photocopy it. Yeah. And then show it to people and go, look, hey, I was with Muhammad Ali, right? Look, yes. there's me. And people, you could fool some people. You could. And I mean, that was one thing. I took photo photography in school. And back then, photography, you actually had to go into the, the green room or the dark, dark room, room. yeah. And put stuff together. And you could take two negatives. Right. And make a picture that, you know didn't look right because you used two negatives to do it. There was ways to do stuff like that. Yeah. There's manipulation. And then now, and especially now today with digital, everything, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, it, the, in there. it's, it's insane. I mean, anytime you see, Hey, Britney Spears is doing porn. It's not her. It's no. her head's photoshopped on something. You know what I'm saying? I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with the Stargates, <clears throat> one of the things I found interesting and we'll get into where <clears throat> some of these other sc- Stargates are. <clears throat> but so Stargate basically is this portal to some other place. And, and apparently where the other place is, is some like a civilization. Yes. It's not like you're just jetting out into, you know, like a dark hole or you're going to land on the other side of the moon and you're all alone and you got to wait till you can get back. It's nothing like that. This is actually like a highway to, um, I'll just, just alien. We'll just say aliens, right? Because yeah. we don't know who they are. No, when we say aliens. It could be anything. They could be, you know, they could be green Martians, or they could be um, just some some advanced blob. We don't know who they are, but they're alien to us. That's why we use the yeah. term alien. But apparently, they have. Uh, they're the ones who created this. Yeah, and that's where a lot of the the. The theories come in is that the ancient Sumerians, and that's why it was there, was because the ancient Sumerians had it, was that they, their gods that they keep talking, that they talk about in all of their, you know, their, anything, they, their writings, everything, their gods were actually aliens, and those aliens gave them the Stargate. Right. And that's why there's a Stargate in Iraq, and it, it had been written about, and that's, like I said, that's why, you know, the, the Germans were actually in Iraq trying to find it back in World War II. So it's not like this. I mean, you know, we we go back to World War II, and I so therefore I assume it was even, you know, it was people knew about it even before yes. then. So this isn't like some modern, you know, like every, we woke up one day and you know watched a TV show. It's like maybe they're really there. No, these things have been around for yes. for centuries, centuries, and and you know, eons. Well, it's and, one of those things. It's like we said that it's that's one that I think like the movie Stargate is based off of all these things that they've written about for years. Right, you know. and there's t- there's two shows that I've watched over the last couple of years that I ha- that I've found fascinating that have used this exact same concept, and one of them um, is uh, please don't draw a blank on me now. <laughs> uh, the um, it was the it was the series on Amazon, uh, Man in the High Tower, yeah, Man in the High Castle, Man, in the High which Castle. was based on a really short story by Philip K. Dick who was crazy, but he wrote, you know, good and bizarre stuff. But in the series, they didn't follow necessarily. I mean, they followed the concept of the book, but they went in a lot of different directions. And one of the things about this uh, in the series is that there was, because in, in, quote, real time, right, the U.S. had lost the war. Mm-hmm. And the United States was divided in half. Half of the east from the from like the Rockies east were being were dominated, run by uh, the Nazis, and basically the West Coast proper was run by the Japanese. And then in the middle of America, there was this little strip that they called like No Man's Land or Freedom Zone or something that was kind of run by nobody, yeah. which I never really quite understood. But and the tapes from the High Castle were video clips of what we all know to that really happened is that the US did win the allies won yep. and crushed them and so several of these characters of the main characters would go back and forth they would go they could go into what we know as reality where the US 
Well, one, one. Yeah, they, they, and then they would go, then they would transport back into their reality where West Coast is run by the Japanese, East Coast is run by, and so that's a wormholey thing. Yeah. You know, two parallel universes going on at the same time, jumping across. Um, and then there was another one, this one I know I'm not going to remember the name of, but same kind of thing, two parallel universes running parallel but in so let's say we're in our time yeah in the parallel universe we all have a double right so if i were to wormhole over i could technically run into myself that'd be interesting yeah right and so uh they and and so in this series one of the one of the one of the they knew that each other exists and they had the, they had these um they had these basically stargates yeah. that you would go down in and you had to go through all these series of uh uh you know check check in check out check out and everything before you could actually like jump and yeah. go in well one of the of the 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 realities decided one reality is enough and they were going to destroy the other one through disease and everything and they were going to start sending people in you know through that was sick yeah so so what we have here is we have stargate we have several modern day um tv shows series or whatever that are all based on this this concept which are all being fed to us as fiction but what we do know is is that the stargate and especially in iraq has been around for a long time. Yes. And so what I want to know is what I could not find any, and if you're out there and you know, you can email us at nwczradio at gmail.com. What I don't know is like when the U.S. went into Iraq to, and, and as we know, they never found any weapons of mass destruction. They claimed they moved them all to Syria or whatever. Yeah. It's always an excuse. Did they take over it? Did they destroy it? Did they ever find it? Whatever happened with that? Do you know? I don't know. And all the research that I've done, I've not been able to. All it said is this is the theory. They went in after it, but nothing has said, hey. That they found they it. They found it. And they, they destroyed, destroyed it, it. And they did this. Or, or they or, brought it back to, or or they, you know, they took over it, you no, know, and surrounded nothing. it. And, uh, it's under I, Denver Airport. <laughs> 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 they took it down the elevator into the airport. <laughs> Well, that's not the only place that there's supposedly a Stargate. Oh yeah, no, I was. We've got Stargate supposedly right here in the good old U.S. of A. Yes. Uh, I was looking it up. I mean, there's one that uh, they believe uh, will start outside the USA. One that was supposedly in, is in Peru. Yep, Hayumarca. Hayumarca, and uh, they call it uh, the Gate of the Gods. It was discovered in 1996, and it looks amazing. Have you seen pictures of this thing? No. It's like this oh. huge stone, uh, huge stone building. Let me see if I can pull it here. Let's uh, pull it up here for you to take a look at it. Um, oh yeah, here it is, right here. Look at this thing. It's a huge. Looks like a oh, big giant. rock in Arizona, like one of those big, you know, yeah. like like outside of Sedona or somewhere. How is that hidden? And then in the front of it is this carved, massive. This thing's Massive. got. This thing has to be seven stories high, oh, at least something like that. Think about and and I'm look. So you can pull it up on. There's a there's some great websites on there. Just pull up Gates of the Gods at Hayu. It's H A Y U Marca M A R C A Peru, and it is it's an impressive piece of carving into this rock. Yeah. Would you just say it's a rock? Yeah, it's a rock. It's like a big, huge, huge rock car. that you would see driving down through New Mexico or something. Yeah. Uh, the great. gate measures 22 feet by 22 feet, 7 meters tall, 7 meters wide. Um, smaller doorway can be found in the center of the gate, which is about 6.5 feet high. Makes you wonder, why did it need to be so big? I mean, were they bringing pieces of equipment through it, or is that how big the aliens are? Is that why they thought they were gods, because they were that big? Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. Um, I'll just read here. It says uh, there's a legend that tells the tale of Armu Maru, who's an Incan, Incan priest 
who served in the Temple of the Seven Rays. He fled the temple in the 16th century to escape from the uh, Spanish uh, conquerors, arrived in Peru. He brought along with him a magical golden disc referred to as the key to the gods of the seven rays. He headed for the mountains, performed a ritual with uh, some shaman priests to open the smaller doorway to the gates of the gods, and he passed through it and vanished. It's gone. Wow. Which, I mean, is basically, I mean, if you think about the movie, that's pretty much what happens. Yeah. Uh, Some other sites that are out there. Uh, Abu, and I don't know how to pronounce this last word. I, I, you know, yeah, girl. Call me, call me ignorant, call me whatever you want. I'm okay with it because it's G H U R A B. Urab, Abu Urab. I don't know. I don't speak it. No, I don't either. But it's in Egypt. And again, it is this huge slab. Yeah, this one's on the ground. Right. And it is amazing. I mean, it looks like, it looks like, you know what it looks like? It looks like, when uh uh archi- like a like a I'll just say an architecture or somebody who's building a car, you know how they always make a um a mock? Yeah. Um, you know, like a, a smaller, small scaled version out of like clay or something of a ba- of a big of the big yeah. version. Yeah. That's what this looks like. I mean, nice. it, it is on this huge slab of rock and it's carved out and it must have taken forever to do it. Oh yeah. And it says it was built in the 25th century, which uh, that's not yesterday. And the what? <laughs> it says it was the 25th century BCE during the Egyptian wow. period of the Old Kingdom. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And it was, uh, it had sun temples of the pharaohs. And yeah, I mean, it looks like it's got that big circular part right in the middle that almost looks like, like the cover of a whale. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It looks like, it looks to me like, like the top of a tank. Like it could open up and then something either comes in or out or whatever, yeah. you know, or it slides back or whatever. I don't know. Uh, this one I found interesting. I'm not sure I buy this because I've been to this place. I can see where people feel that uh, there's myster- there is there is a lot of mysterious, weird, spiritually charged stuff going on here. Um, I don't know that it's a portal to anything. I just think it was some sort of, uh, I'll just say, Native American or Indian tribe type thing and this is in uh sedona which is in arizona it's the sedona vortexes and it is weird there's these fields where um (laughs) they basically made these spiral vortexes out of stone yeah and so it's these big red clay fields and then you have these black stones that uh create lines and it looks like it looks like you know when you used to watch the Twilight Zone, yep. and it had the little spiral, a little spiral to like yeah, you know that's hypnotize what, you. And that's what this is. There and there there's several of them. Hmm, and, I've never uh, seen that one. Oh yeah, I've been to it. Uh, I'll just again I'll read the, those who believe the existence of these vortexes. They say they can tell that they've encountered uh, uh, vibrations from the ground. They feel a range of tingling sensation on their skins. Uh, New Age proponents believe that Sedona has the, is a power spot in vortexes, and it is also a doorway to the gods. I' not sure about that. I know there's there's a lot of mesoph- metaphysical um, New Agey stuff going yes. on there, and, lo- and and all over Arizona, and it does have an interesting vibe there. There's no doubt about it, but. There's not a whole lot of like alien activity or like they don't have any advanced anything there. Let's no, just be and honest. That's a lot of them that you see and a lot of them you hear about, there's usually something like something, some evidence of an advanced civilization living there at some point. I mean, the only thing I've, the, honestly, the only time I've heard about this one was on a Scooby Doo episode. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those meddling kids. Yes. They ruin every. Now, this one I found interesting because I have not been to this one. No, and I want to do. I saw that. I want to do that. I want to go diving into this. So in uh, Michigan, not that I think I want to go into Michigan, but yeah. No, I don't know. I don't think. So. I, apparently, you can take a boat out to it, but it's still quite far down. Uh, so Northern Michigan University, uh, they found this uh, like a Stonehenge yeah. rock formation in. Lake Michigan on the floor. It's believed to be nine thousand years old. Um, 
It's uh, another inc- detail archaeological find is that one of its stones had the carving of a mastodon, elephant-like creature that became extinct more than ten thousand years ago. Yeah. So nobody knows. Um, obviously, water damage, and there's all kind of you know, um, you know, gunk and stuff that builds up on this while it's down there. So they're they've had a hard time, you know, figuring out if there's any carvings on it if there's, you know, any kind of writing or anything. And they don't even know who it comes from. Yeah, or where it came from. Or where it came from. But it's at the bottom. Think about this. So if it's 9,000 years old, no scuba equipment, right? No. No, uh, I don't even know if they, I doubt they even had any kind of like snorkeling mask. No. Definitely didn't have any kind of like tube that was long enough to like hold in your mouth and go down while it stayed above, you know, water. Yeah, so either, but this is this, this is not. It's not like they just drop some columns down. And no. these are in these are in a specific Stonehenge type arrangement, which is why yes. it looks and it's so interesting, so fascinating. It is because either because that either means for one, either there was no water. Yeah, there was no water, or somebody was able to. Install that underwater. Do you think that's where Aquaman came from? It might be. Maybe he could. That's that's it. It might be his portal. That's his portal. That's to his. That's the Aqua World. I would. I mean, I. <clears throat> I'm just. I'm just. You know, conjecturing here. I somebody because if it's a portal to another world, and it it's in a... the water there, like even an alien who comes up into the water like that, yeah. it's going to have trouble because it's a long ways to the surface, and you know, you get, you know, your brain blows up and. Your it ears does, pop yeah. and all but, so I mean, maybe Aquaman, a, Aquaman. But I mean, if you're a, if you're a, a, a creature that lives in the ocean, you might be able to Loch Ness monster. Maybe, maybe that's where it goes. There must be so it goes from the there bottom. to here. There's probably another one in Loch Ness, and that we just can't get. They to haven't found it yet. To to, yeah, I've been to Loch Ness. It's huge, isn't it? It's massive. Yeah, you know when they talk about the Loch Ness monster. Well, Loch Ness is this. It's the lake. Loch is the word for lake over there. Yeah. So there's locks everywhere and you go to Loch Ness and it is, it's really big. It's huge. And you know, and it's deep. Apparently it's very deep. Everything that I've I've read. And the weird thing about the Loch Ness is it doesn't so much have tides like, you know, like an ocean has tides, but it does have, it has a weird um, movement of water because it is so big, kind of like, you yeah, know, Lake Michigan like, and, stuff, Michigan and stuff, where yeah. they will have water will move around much because it's so big and based on, you know, the earth shift, whatever, whatever's yeah. going on. The moon's pole. All that yeah, all that stuff. So anyway, that's, uh, that's the other one. That's, that's the other one in the U.S. So we have uh, Arizona, Egypt, we have Michigan. Michigan. And then, of course, we referenced it. Yep, Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Now, have you ever been to Stonehenge? I haven't. It's one of those things I've always, if I ever go to Europe, it's one of those things I just, I feel like I've got to go at least once. I've read so much on it, seen so much on it, I just once want to be there. Yeah, there's so many theories that swirl around Stonehenge. And I've been to Stonehenge. It was a cold, miserable, rainy day that I didn't want to stick around very long because it was just awful. But traveling through Europe, whether it be Ireland, England, or Scotland, yeah, um, you find circles like this all over the place. I have read that they're they're not as big as this, um, but and like my wife loves the series Outlander, right? Mm-hmm. And and in Outlander, it's another one of those time jumping. Uh, it's a you know I can't stand it because it's it's a it's a it's a drama. A, you know about oh, yeah. a lady doctor or whatever, but that's not the point. The point is, is that she finds these this ring of stones, and she's just hanging out there, and she touches one, and of course she's the chosen traveler or whatever, yeah. and then she transports into she goes into the past. But um, the fascinating thing I was like I was saying is they're everywhere. Oh, they're they're all over. I've got pictures of them in Scotland, Ireland. Some of them are huge, some are small. The thing about Stonehenge is, as, a, as opposed to the other ones, it's the only one that I've ever seen and that I know of that was literally constructed. The rest of them are all just big rocks, like big, tall, taller than me. You know, yeah. they're like, they can be up to like 10 feet tall. 
and probably more because they're stuck in the ground. How they got there, who the hell knows? And they're in some pattern. Usually it's a circle and then stuff coming off of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody's, oh, it's druids. It was, uh, you know, it's aliens. It's whatever. Stonehenge, on the other hand, if you think about when this thing was constructed, because they say that it was, um, you know, like 5,000 5, years. years ago yeah. or whatever, these, these are massive stones. You, I mean, you look at the picture and you don't realize because if, if you're looking at a picture of Stonehenge and if I walk up to it, these ones like that are sort of in the middle that have the rocks on top. Yep. There's two mm. pillars. Those are like, they, they have to be like 12 to 15 feet tall. Oh, they're huge, yeah. They're, so it's not like, oh, me and you know, six other guys picked up you know, a big rock and carried it there. These are huge. A, where did they find them? Because yeah. there's no other rocks around that like that around there. That, yeah, that and that's what found. they said. The closest ones are like hundreds of miles away. Yeah, they're, they're way far away. Uh, so they had to bring them there. They had to construct them. They had to you know dig holes, put them in, and line them up the way they are. Of course, you know again, nobody knows exactly. I'm not buying the fact that I don't buy that it is a wormhole. Um, or if it was, it's been closed up for a long, long time. I yeah. think I, I do tend more to believe the fact that these were put up by druids or some uh, ancient pagan um, worshipers. Which, I mean, it's one of those things that could have been druids and they could have had a really, because there's a show that I've watched, a show away with you know balancing and stuff like that. They, they were able to figure out how to do that with what they had back then. And it could have been druids that had a really cool way of doing it. But we don't know because, well, the Catholics went through and we'll kill them all. Right, because everybody... <laughs> right. Uh, thank you, conquistadors. Yes. Uh, no, and I agree with you because if you look back at, like, the pyramids and, and, um, or the, you know, the, the Temple of Solomon or any of the great yes. major architectures, if you go down to Mexico and I've seen, you know, like... Um, huge halls down there by Chichen Itza and the and the big massive temples and um, sports rooms. They're, they're they're huge. They're massive. And you yes. think about a you think about how small those people were because they were very tiny people. Yes. And how they had to somehow get those all there. Well, they figured it out through engineering, pulley system, yep. uh, animals, whatever. I mean, I'm sure it took a long time to build. So it wasn't impossible. No, it wasn't, and that's the thing. Is, I mean, Stonehenge, it's one of those, it's amazing. It's, it's a lot of marvel of how they were able to do it, but it has been proven that with the tools that they had back then, I think it was like six guys. Could have done it. Could have done it, but I mean, and it that's took, crazy. Just to put up, because they did two of the really big ones with the, the stack on top. That's the one that mystifies me, how but they got that up them, there. I think it was almost like to build like the contraptions they would have had to from back then. And right, the, the roller that, system or whatever. The roller system and everything. It would have taken like weeks, months yeah. just to do one stack. Well, so And if they you were, look uh, at all this stuff, there was a lot of wooden pieces, like another circle out that they found. And there was a lot more to Stonehenge than what we see. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, to go into the whole Stargate theory that – there was supposedly in August of 1971, a group of people at the, at Stonehenge that suddenly vanished and um, following the sudden formation of a violent storm and the successive appearance of several bolts of lightning from the sky. Later, when the policemen passed by the site, not a single person was found and there were only a, a few tents and campfires that were like burnt out and nobody knows what happened to them. They they've never reappeared. So They're a bunch of crazy hippies <laughs> could have taken too much angel dust, disappeared I mean, into yeah. the like. It took, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know what happened? But yeah, I mean that's which is weird. I mean, but it's one of those things. Not to sound bad, it's like how many people do you think have tried to recreate what they did? Oh, God, God zooks and I mean, them out. It happened once. Which, I just I mean, know yeah. I, I I myself am. I'm a, I'm a believer, but I'm a skeptic. I try to, I try to walk the line, right? Yep. Like, I, I know there are things out there that we don't know about. I try to be respectful of that. And, and if, you know, if that's really your thing and you really buy it, great, good for you. But, yeah. you know, I like to be, I'm very tactile. And, it's, and so when I was over there and I'm roaming around 
Scotland, Ireland, England, seeing all this stuff, I never felt a weird vibe. And there were times when my wife and I were the only ones there at these, not, not at Stonehenge because it's very popular, but oh, some yeah. of these other ones. And like I said, I got pictures right here on my iPad I can show you of these huge stone uh, circles that are different places and supposedly, you know, mystic and, you know, there's a vibe there and on and on and on. And nah, it was like, and, and I'm pretty in tune to yeah. feeling, you know, certain things. I, I, you know, I'm with, you know, I'm like you. It's like I can walk into a place and I can feel things, right? Yes. Uh, I'm not, I'm not welcome here or there's something uncomfortable yeah. going on here. I mean, I know exactly go. what it is, yeah. but I never felt that there. And I know ne- I didn't feel it at Stonehenge. See, and yeah, that's the thing is that you get that you either. Sometimes I think people are like, oh my God, I felt like this thing at Stonehenge. And I think it's more because they, they anticipated it. They wanted to feel it. So they felt it for like you. You're more like, not sure. show me. You're a skeptic. So you're like, if I'm going to feel this, it, I really need it really needs to be there. Not just, Hey, this is going to be here. So automatically I'm going to feel it. Yeah. And I'll put it into context <clears throat> real, real short because, um, there's something there's a what, what's the name of that ranch that we, we were looking at oh the skinwalker skinwalker ranch which is i think we're going to tackle that next week um utah does creep me out for whatever reason i've been to utah I've either driving through or i went there for a comedy show one time I, I haven't spent a lot of time in utah but every single time i've ever been through utah i get an uneasy feeling no it, there's something funky there there's something weird there i don't know what it is i can't put my finger on it mormons um, well, there's that. <laughs> and maybe they attract it. I don't know. I've never really like, di- you know, but I will say, um, I was there for a comedy show and there was, uh, it's this little bitty town out in the middle of nowhere and probably, I don't know, five miles or so out of town in this Canyon, there is, uh, they used to do, they have, have a huge coal, mining operation there's still a small one going but this was really really huge at the time and there's a cemetery there because there was a they had a huge accident that killed most of the men and then b not long after that the flu came through and killed most of the kids right so this cemetery is all kids and 90 percent men uh, and there's a whole section of it that of men that they don't even know their names because they were just drifters that came in, yeah. uh, worked for, and it's just white, you know, little white crosses and stuff. Well, we went there one night to. I uh, want to go there. Oh, uh, I'm telling you, it was, and I've done lots of ghost hunting, and I've done lots of, uh, you know, in ha- supposed haunted houses and haunted hotels, and you know, I don't yeah. know, I've been uh, camped out at cemeteries to see what's going on. I have never, and we have a mutual friend that you can ask him to back this up. There was a point where I was off on my own. There was a a section in the back that I was trying to head to, and I got about halfway up this section heading towards this corner up there, and I literally could not get past it. There There was a super dark force, super oppressive feeling. I... I started losing breath. It was like I was trudging up a, you know, a solid mountain, uh, with, you know, no air. And it freaked me out so much. It was so dark that I, that's it for me. I'm out. So I'm heading back and I pass our friend and a few other people. And they're like, what's up with you? I've never seen you like this. I said, I, I was trying to get to that corner. There's something really, really bad up there. Something does not want us here. And I'm taking a clue, and I'm going back to the car. So I went back to the car with another friend of mine who had seen a few, and felt a few other things. Anyway, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 minutes, they all come rushing back because, you know, they're like, yeah, D's crazy. Uh, we're going to head yeah. up in there. And they all got to about the same spot and couldn't get, couldn't get any further, couldn't yeah. get past it. There was, a, there was definitely a dark, ominous black presence up there and here's the weird thing it was a full moon and you could see the mostly pretty much the entire cemetery right yes there's no no street lights no nothing i mean this is out in this canyon but the moon was out however this corner at a certain spot was as dark as like i mean it was as black as light out 
And that's Ooh. what attracted me to it. I was like, yeah. well, what's up in this corner? Because there's more, there's more up there. There's, there's graves yeah. up there. And it's, and it was, so I feel I'm in tune with things. Therefore I come back to the Stargate thing and I've been to two of these and haven't felt anything. Now I think it'd be fascinating to go to the one in Iraq. What does it even look like? Because apparently yeah. that one looks more like, from what I've heard of people who have supposedly were there, and things I've read, uh, there's a guy who has a, he, he's, being, he's interviewed on YouTube, his uncle was part of it, um, there's another guy who you know won't show his face, and he was supposedly a part of it, now that, I can't verify any of those, yeah. but they described it, and it was actually more of the shape of what we see in like Stargate, the, the, the movie, or the, the, the yeah. TV show. So a circle, basically, in a. So it's a circle with all these symbols on it, and because, you know, you watch. I've watched the series. Have you watched the yeah. series? Okay, so I've watched the series, and you're wondering, well, you know, where did they get all this these symbols and all these, you know, like, um, and, and they all have meanings. It's not like, yeah, it's not like the Star Wars universe where it kind of, you know, they started with a great story, and then they realized, oh, everybody's really into this, so now we got to make this stuff up. You know, like yeah. we we got we have to create a language. We have to you know we have to give the backstory because Star Wars, the original one, was just a really cool movie. Yes. Well, Stargate with all the symbols on this you know circular gate or whatever they were real symbols. They, apparently, they're real symbols. Yeah, they're real symbols that they have found. They're ancient symbols that nobody knows what the deal is. So I don't I don't know about. What the deal is with that? But let's go to a song. We'll be back. We're gonna we'll talk a little bit more about it. We'll wrap things up. It's uh, dude, we're down the rabbit hole with oh yeah, Brandon Valentine and Big D, and this is uh, oh, this is the last Victorian Death Squad, which is appropriate. It's called Blackout. Nice.
Last Victorian Dex, Death Squad. Blackout. It's down the rabbit hole. We've yeah. got, uh, I don't know, we got five more minutes to uh, wrap this up. I did want to bring this up because I thought this was interesting. Um, I was reading, I just pulled this back up, that uh, there was a, there's a plasma physicist at the University of Iowa. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Jack Scudder. And he discovered a technique for spotting supposedly these portals. He calls these uh, the X points. And he says it's where intersecting magnetic fields flowing between the Earth and the Sun propel vast amounts of charged particles out of said portal. And that they're easy to spot with the correct instruments. And that... um, the whole Einstein-Rosen wormhole theory sort of plays into that because they also believed that um, the space portal occurs when time-space sort of gets disoriented, Mm -hmm. either by gravitational fields created by the collapse of a star or mingling magnetic forces between the Earth and the Sun. Now, we all know that there's a weird uh, pull between... The sun, moon, and the earth. Yes. I mean, yeah. if, if you've ever worked with uh, challenged people, like I, I used to, I worked at a, uh, I worked uh, for several years at a uh, mental institution in Salem, Oregon, and it was the suicidal ward for adolescent teenagers, and it was a lockdown facility. Oh, yeah. Usually those are the suicide wards, usually are. We always knew. Always knew when it was a full moon. You didn't, have to, you didn't have to look outside. Oh yeah. Because if the if the moon and the sun can have a gravitational pull so massive on the ocean, right? Oh, that yeah. it can That's push push are. and pull tides. And we're like what eighty percent, ninety percent water. Yep. How can it not affect? Like if you're already bent towards, you know, I guess insanity or whatever. Uh, yeah. that tide, how can that not mess with your body chemistry? Oh yeah. So if, to. so if there's this, uh, you know, occasionally where things get, you know, willy wonked out between these pulls that opens up or like it says, a star collapses or something, creates some sort of void or a vacuum and you can hop into it, you know? Yeah. I mean, the problem with me, the only problem I have with it all is like, how about like getting back? You know, like, yeah. so if Saddam Hussein, let's say he discovers that, and he goes down there and he hops in it, and then, uh, like, when's he coming back? Like, there's see, no right, return no, I mean, button. Well, I mean, that's what I'm wondering, because, I mean, you know, and you don't know, because if you see in, like, the movies, of course, in the, the series, a Stargate only opened into another Stargate. Right. So but you d- but you, there's no but dial that I know of, that I've heard of, of where you can go, okay, you know what? I want to go to, uh, I'm going to go to this Stargate. And so yeah, I'm going to no. dial up, you know, Pluto. Or... Not that I've heard of. So that's my only problem. That's my, that's my biggest problem with it. Yeah. Like, and I can see that. Okay. Great. There's a Stargate that you can jump in and propel yourself to another Stargate. But how do you get back? And what if they don't recognize you when you get there? Oh, yeah. Like, do you really want to, like, I'm not going to be the guinea pig. I'll just say that. Oh, no. I'm not hopping no. in and showing up at, you know, Planet Zinkzork. No. And they, they, you know, they love humans for lunch. Yeah, that, that, that'd that be my luck. That, that would totally be my luck. Yeah. You know, everybody has a fantasy that you're going to show up and they're like, whoa, you're from Earth. And they worship you and they bring you a bunch of beautiful women and it's all, everything's oh, kosher. Hope, but... You're like, I don't know if I want to go back, but I might have to. Sort of the whole Wizard of Oz thing. Yeah. But the reality is it'd be more like serving mankind from uh from the old uh Twilight Zone episode oh, yeah. where well, the you, aliens came and they had the it, it, it ended up being a cookbook. <laughs> yeah. No. And I, I could definitely see that. I mean the one thing too is I mean I don't know if you saw the and one of the ones I was reading about when they were talking about the 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 stargates they actually re- refer to a verse in the Bible book 9 of the book or chapter 9 of the book of Revelations. Then the fifth angel sounded his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen from heaven to earth, and it was given the key to the pit of the abyss. The star opened the pit of the abyss, and smoke rose out of it like the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by the smoke from the pit, and out of the smoke, locusts descended on the earth. So, Food for thought, everybody. Yes. Basically, they're saying they opened a gate, and locusts came out and descended on the earth. 
Yeah, well, they're here. So yeah. maybe they're from another planet. I don't know. Maybe. We'll get into that another time. Next week, Skinwalker Ranch. Yep, Skinwalker Ranch. All right, everybody. Uh, we went a little over time. So 70 Sound Machine is going. We're going to flip you over to that. So, hey, thanks for tuning in. And, uh, hey, Brandon, good stuff. Oh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it was awesome. Don't jump into the portal over the week. I want I you won't. to come back. All right. All right, everybody, that's it for us. We'll see you next week, 6 o'clock, right here for the Big D and Squeeze Show, and then down the rabbit hole, 8 to 9. Adios. Bye.